unidentifiable flying object. <laughs> UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Sightings of UFOs. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? It could only be one thing. A UFO. Hey everybody, welcome to UFO Know, the show where we separate fact from fiction, science fiction, and we cover all kinds of things, UFO, alien conspiracy, all the in-betweens, connect some dots that some people might say aren't connected, and others would say they are, like a constellation of mystery, if you will, uh, a constellation of fuckery, if you want to say that from the government, you know? Their, Seems pretty their web of lies and <laughs> intrigue. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to our web of lies. If this is your first episode, you're welcome. Uh, if you've been following us along for a while, thank you. Uh, we are getting better. Trying to. Uh, thank you all for the support. It's, it. been, it's been rad. Um, anyways, we're having a lot of fun, so thanks for following us along in our crazy journey of discovery into aliens and probing and other butt stuff so join us on another wonderful episode of ufo no as we go into some of the most credible sightings to date uh there's obviously a lot going on as far as disclosure goes and what the government is releasing you know there's been several videos out there's been but we're going to go over some sightings that are are pretty well known and kind of go over the evidence and all that good jazz um but anyways uh before we get started make sure to share this episode and uh help us spread the word the good word of aliens get your neighbors prepped oh and also i'm joined by my glorious friend blind mike Oh, yeah, that's me. I'm here, too. He's been here the whole time. What do you think the odds are that we get Bob Barker on here exclusively <gasps> for him to say, hey, thanks, fellas, for remember to spay and neuter your pets? <laughs> yeah, like, I really, I don't know why, but I want that to happen. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, right at the it. end of the right episode. Right at the end. Just, I wonder hey. if I could just get permission to play that soundboard. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have a lot going on right Is he? He's alive, right? I would hope sure so. Alive. That comment's probably. I would not hope help that my chances of through the <laughs> miracle of technology, science, and the magic of Tom Cruise, that Bob Barker <laughs> would be able to to still stay alive. <laughs> you know, even though COVID, I mean, maybe he's surviving even better. I don't know. He he seemed a pretty sturdy man. Maybe all that spray tan really worked in his favor. It's you know he was working out on that wheel when nobody was there. <laughs> Every time he'd spend a whole episode watching people suck at that wheel spin, he's yeah. like getting dollars every time. Dollar every time. Every he's got time. He's just like, whoosh. You know the kind of strain that puts on the core. I bet Bob Barker was ripped. He beat up Adam Sandler that one time. <laughs> That's that's true it's documented in documented in footage. earth's history yeah well depending on how far it is when they find it. does that ever bother you do you ever think about that that uh, like when we find stuff it's like oh ancient Mesopotamians and they have these cave paintings scribbled on this and that uh, do you ever worry that like 
500 years from now someone's gonna dig up like a kesha cd oh god and think that all oh, the people in in this time oh, yeah. in human and history represent us this was a classic mating song look i thought kesha i thought she was bad until cardi b came along and then oh you are not you you are in a wonderful place of ignorance right now that you need to remain I pr- I'm sure I will. I uh, do so because it's know. terrible. She, I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how. I still don't understand dubstep. So <laughs> we're we're pretty far back for me. I don't get it. Well, I like the electronica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay, to begin with, we're gonna talk about the lights above the New Jersey Turnpike. So there is some I found multiple accounts of uh, mixed dates so some of it said 2001 which is a great lead off for one of the most credible right is hey this might have been 01 this might have been 09 09 we, i'm we not sure know. it says both it's, you know i was in a weird place for that decade well here's what's interesting is like the history of of the incident on like history.com and and things like that say 2009 several articles but then wikipedia says 2001 i think oh one would they'd have made a much or i I got that mixed up i got that mixed up history said 2001 wikipedia says 2009 well then go with history because wikipedia anybody can put well it doesn't matter either way i can put shit on wikipedia the incident happened but here's here's what we know so for around 15 minutes just after midnight, July 14th, 2001 or 2009, not sure. Um, I'm pretty sure 09. There was strange orange and yellow lights in a V formation over the Arthur Kill Waterway between Staten Island, New York, and Carteret, New Jersey. So Carteret Police Department's Lieutenant Daniel Tarrant was one of the witnesses, as well as other metro area residents from the Throgs Neck Bridge on Long Island and Fort Lee, New Jersey, near the George Washington Bridge. Air traffic controllers initially denied that any airplanes, military jets, or space flights could have caused the mysterious lights, but a group known as the New York Strange Phenomena Investigators claimed to receive FAA radar data that corroborated the UFO sightings that night. So, here's what we know. We know that... There was two men from the area claimed to see lights while driving on Hanover Avenue in Morris Plains. They recorded several videos and still photos of the event, which have been posted on news stations, websites, blogs, YouTube. Um, they, they interviewed these two men, Rudy and Russo, and they offered um, to reveal what they said. It, it ended up resulting in a hoax. Okay. But there yeah. was like this other family that said that they saw the lights. An 11 year old, Kristen Hurley, um, she noticed the lights first. Paul Hurley, a pilot, saw the lights and said there were no planes, or they, they weren't planes. Um, they took video of the lights, which appeared on news broadcasts and all that. So it wasn't until later when these two guys, uh, Rudy and Russo, went public announcing that they had. Um, done the hoax to show how unreliable witness accounts are along with investigators of UFOs quote unquote so they apparently they wrote an article 
and published it online in Skeptic Magazine. And they described in detail how and why they perpetrated this hoax and provided links to video showing their preparations, the launch, and the... Uh, and of course the media coverage and all that huh. so it was definitely considered or found out to be a hoax later on now once again this this is there was accounts of this pilot who claimed to have seen it didn't know that it was a plane he said he didn't you know he claimed that it wasn't a plane it was multiple calls in to the uh, Hanover yeah. Township Police Department huh. Um, neighboring police departments even received numerous phone calls. Um, they alerted the Morristown Airport about a possible ha hazard to airplanes. An yeah, airport air controller, controller tower would be the first ones that I yep. would think would be the most credible. If they're, but they, you'd think they would have it. So there was a lot of witnesses. Even the even the airport control tower worker who uh, reported seeing the lights, but didn't catch any of the objects on radar. Okay. Uh-huh. So anyway, so, but like I said, these guys are uh, eventually Rudy and Russo came forward as a hoax. So this is one of those, even though it was seen by a lot of people, reported as a UFO. Now, this kind of leads us back to the monolith thing, though. Is this people taking credit for something because they wanted to get famous mm. and kind of coattailing on an incident that could have been because it was reported by a pilot who claimed that it was huge claimed that it wasn't a plane mm -hmm. numerous people you have the airport people all that so yeah, you if it was all civilians i mean you could be like ah they heard somebody say oh you know did you hear about the lights or whatever and they're like yeah i seen that shit mm-hmm but, yeah, it's not often you're going to get a pilot or an air traffic control tower supervisor to just be like, no, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Because that's, it's with air traffic control, that's their, I guess they're really just the crossing guards of the, of the airport. <laughs> but they take their job very I don't know. Seriously. I would say it's a bit it's, more It's way more than, than that. Uh, they got yeah. a radio in, but I just mean like, you go here, you go here. You go, yeah. I got that policeman with the whistle yeah. in the 50s directing traffic <laughs> in my mind. I know that's not, they're the people that work the radar and stuff inside, but. Yeah. It's, it's always just, funny to see like how air traffic controllers are portrayed because like in the movie airplane mm. they're super super dumb but then you have in rescue certain rescue movies like the air traffic controllers can talk a guy to land a plane my in buddy, an emergency my buddy so, dj uh went in the military doing that he uh he he does air traffic control now. Yeah. It's it's a lot of training. Well, that's why these sightings, quote-unquote sightings, are so credible because you have credible witnesses. Now, you have regular civilians on the highway who reported seeing it. You have multiple calls in the police department. But then you have air traffic controllers claiming to have seen the lights. Then you have a pilot claiming to see the lights mm -hmm. that say... It looks like an aircraft, Wonder but it's nothing like these. Uh, this Rudy and his friend there, yeah, uh, paid him to take credit because it was a. You know, I mean, there's no point in hiding stuff when people make a bunch of crazy-sounding accusations. But you know, if enough people saw something, you'd be like, okay, we need this to come out as fake. Yeah. 
So, so it, take credit it comes out shit. that this is how these guys said it was, that it was a series of aerial events involving these red lights in the sky. And they claim to have been doing this as a social experiment. And um, so they attached five flare lights to helium balloons above Morris County. So now here's what, here's what, now this is why it makes me wonder now you know i you could be saying that oh well it's you know a con- your conspiracy mind that makes you say that the the guys that took credit for it couldn't possibly but how do you fool a pilot mm-hmm. with flares attached to helium balloons right they know what flares look like yeah it's you know it's very very clear so that's what makes me think that I'm, I'm assuming as we know the government will go like to great lengths to cover up and it's very easy to send a couple of fall guys mm-hmm. to go out there and say look here's some video evidence you know what if they post shot all of that video evidence I mean who knows I mean you, it, it you would know. have to be post because you know if like some shit went off because it, it was showing with them so if the government it would have had to have been like this event happened People started saying they saw it. Obviously, there were calls to the police station if the government was monitoring any of those calls. They're like, all right, send out some people or whatever. Okay, we paid these two local guys. Hey, we're going to make money. You're going to do this. You're going to keep your mouth shut, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, have a team of the government, you know, stage this thing with these guys. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's still, that's a lot. Well, they ended up spending. Um, they got. They pleaded guilty to municipal ordinance charges of disorderly conduct and were sentenced to fines of two hundred fifty dollars and fifty hours of community service. <laughs> However, okay. um, apparently, after the original incident, um, they built up media attention by repeating the hoax four more times. Okay, to really. So, well, you know, they could just be really good at it. Just did the hoax. I mean, think about some of the shit people are capable of nowadays. Yeah. You know, if you're innovative enough. It's hard for me, though, to... Only because flares, road flares specifically. Right. They leave a trail. Mm Mm-hmm. You can clearly see a smoke... Even at night, you can clearly well, see... If it's flares attached to a balloon, you think the smoke from the flares might even cover the, the balloon. balloon so much that you wouldn't even be able to see it. Mm. Yeah, helium also... There's a pretty... There's a pretty... There's a picture online that shows them with these fairly large balloons. It looks like weather balloons. Mm. But it's hard to imagine these two dudes just getting a hold of... Because really, those those weather balloons have to be certified by government for aerial flight. They have to be cleared by mm-hmm. air traffic control. They have to be, you know, it's not like people can just get a weather balloon. You have to register that shit. Yeah, and for only a $250 fine. Even back in 09 and 01, I mean, you got to figure that's post. The reason I say that I, I have to assume it's got to be 09 is 01 was when... 9-11 went down. Yeah. There's no way these guys fucked around with this many government agencies right at that time. That was a huge idea. Huge. Nobody dared. Yeah. Nobody was pulling that shit. Well, like I said, Wikipedia says 09. Uh, History.com says 01. Hmm. 
So I'm not really sure what's what's what on that. I mean, but either way, but like you said, I mean, you're looking at either very very shortly before 9/11 if it was 01 because it was April and uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, okay. January and April instead of September. Okay, so then it is before. But if it's so. 09, then you're looking at eight years after, and things were pretty pretty strict still. Yeah, but they settled. Yeah, a little bit. So, anyways, verdict still out on that one. I think it's plausible to say that they're fall guys that uh, were, you know, sent out there, much like the yeah, the either military way. guy that was that was forced to take the picture with uh, that kite debris. Yeah, but that's what I mean by these guys being the fall guys. Uh, they would not only have had to have it staged once by the government, but if they've repeated it four times. That's a pretty steep learning curve to where you were <laughs> it's hard a for part of it being it, though, staged like and then repeated four times publicly on your own. You look, you're you're look you're talking about a pilot who is used to seeing mm. aircraft lights. And you're talking but about aircraft. What you're not used control. to seeing, I suppose if you look at it at like a light shining through a balloon at a huge distance. You know what I mean? Like a balloon is one thing when the lights are on your end hitting yeah. it, like plane lights. But if I stick a flashlight in my mouth, my cheek looks an awful lot fucking different. True. So doing that through a balloon, I suppose, if there was any level of fog or it was high enough atmosphere or whatever as far as, uh, you know, anything that could also kind of blur that light. Like if the flare was going through that, through the smoke, through the thing, that would be a pretty blurry thing. Yeah. You know, and yes, you're used to seeing a flare on the ground or something, but not floating in the air. Yeah, so that's good. Point. I suppose if it were done well enough and with the right optical illusion thought into it, that you could possibly, because I mean, that's yeah. It just. I mean, it's look. It's possible that it seems they like did a lot more get effort on the government's part to. Try and fake this thing repeatedly, yeah. Then it would be for these two guys just to be pretty good at pulling some shit off. Yeah, well, certainly. I I just think that given the evidence of what the government is capable of, as far as recovering a craft, letting it slip to papers, then retracting the statement, putting in a guy that would to falsify a picture mm-hmm. to perpetuate this weather balloon. Yeah, Why? how much little... You saw the shitty photo. Yeah, it was... That was terrible. Yeah, terrible. Okay, there's no way those were pieces of a weather balloon. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's... That's what I mean. That's, it was literally some sticks the, and some this foil. This is it a 60-year difference. Yeah. No, no. So, that is fair in that sense, I guess, that, yeah, technology maybe for what we're being like, well, that's kind of elaborate uh, for the government, but who knows what they're capable of. They could easily, this could be no different than, all right, send Phil to go do it. Go (laughs) hit play on the Microsoft fucking sneaky pants. Whatever you want to fucking... (laughs) You got Microsoft Word? No, we got Microsoft Espionage. (laughs) Whatever. 3.0. Click. (laughs) So the verdict's still out on that one. We'll kind of chalk it up to, I think, both. I think the fact that they're covering it up with them being fall guys or that these guys really did just perpetuate or really, or I mean, uh, um, 
Yeah, managed to yeah. pull it off. Exactly. And so, yeah, they're both equally as likely in this one. Yeah. It's it's hard for me. Maybe that's why it's considered credible. Because uh, you can't discredit it. Yeah, it's can't really... can't disprove or proof. It, yeah, that's as good that's as you can pretty them. much get. I mean, as yeah. as far as yeah. what makes a credible case is one that you can't just debunk. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can outright... If you could outright prove it... Right. Then we'd have definitive evidence. So that's kind of the only way right. that these like, are that's credible. That's why I wonder that, w- with smartphones nowadays... Yeah. yeah. Like, anybody could catch anything. Yeah. So um, that leads us to something that's very credible, which is the um, USS Nimitz incident or encounter which was the um the tic tac yeah. so in 2004 the uss princeton part of the uss nimitz carrier strike group noted an unknown craft on radar a hundred miles off the coast of san diego for two weeks the crew had been tracking objects that appeared at eighty thousand feet and then plummeted to hover right above the pacific ocean which off california there there's been a lot of stuff like the whole battle lot of, stuff. of Los San Francisco. Angeles. There's a guy in San Francisco that claims that they're right out there in the bay. Uh, yeah, uh, the Battle of L.A. was the yep. thing came from yep. off the shore. So, so when two <laughs> F-A-18F fighter jets from the aircraft carrier USS Nimitz arrived in the area, they first saw what appeared to be churning water with a shadow of an oval shape underneath the surface. <laughs> then, in a few moments, a white tic-tac-shaped object appeared above the water. It had no visible markings to indicate an engine, wings, or windows, and infrared monitors didn't reveal any exhaust. Black Aces Commander David Fravor and Lieutenant Commander Jim Slate of Strike Force or Strike Fighter Squadron 41 attempted to intercept the craft, but it accelerated away, reappearing on radar 60 miles away. Huh. It, it moved three times the speed of sound and more than twice the speed of the fighter jets. Wow. Now... There is a very interesting uh, account by an engineer. Um, So he gives an analysis of the tic-tac-shaped UFO to say that he has evidence of UFO or UAP gravitational time dilation wormholes and possible EMP attack. So here's what he says. Uh, oh, and by the way, he's he's an engineer, peer-reviewed author, and a Lyft driver. His name's uh, Michael Boyd. I think uh, you might want to take that last thing off of your resume. <laughs> well, and especially you have all those other ones. Yeah, that's all I mean uh, is I'm not going to be like, yeah. you know, graduated Harvard, yeah. you know, expert in this medical field, also dunk champion. So here's what's, here's what's crazy. Okay, so here's what I found very interesting. Here's what he says. He patented a device and method to generate and capture gravitomagnetic energy. He suspects that the video may have been altered prior to going public, Hmm. and he's concerned that the Navy may have provoked the UAP into firing an electromagnetic pulse at a U.S. Navy F.A. 18 Super Hornet jet. (gasps) Excuse me. Hmm. Um. So here's some of the here's some of his findings. He says that the infrared shows evidence of an alteration of space-time in areas around the craft due to the presence of what appears to be dark balloon-shaped spots. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the links to the YouTube videos in the 
show notes so if anybody wants to check them out but you could just you know youtube tic tac video oh, yeah. it was the ones that were released by the pentagon recently so you can check them out but it but he claims that these videos may have been altered so he claims that there's dark balloon shaped spots empirical evidence suggests the craft is using advanced propulsion technologies that are capable of gravitational time dilation drawing energy from the vacuum and utilizing wormholes hmm. mm-hmm. so um let's see yeah, so he basically here's 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 the summary of because he goes into this whole big huge analysis where he breaks down all the science and everything like that. But here here's the gist of it. Okay, greater g force means time dilates, length shrinks, gravitational energy, while lower g force means time shrinks, length dilates, anti gravitational energy. This is based on principles of general relativity. Einstein's theory of geometric gravitation and the data. Mm-hmm. So, is that, is that all? Well, no, there's more. Oh, the okay. dark balloon shaped region over the top of the UAP appears to be a region of expanded space time. The other balloon shaped regions on the right of the UAP are also regions of altered space time used to open a wormhole on the left of the UAP. These regions appear to be utilized to create a gravitational winding spring-like force that propels the craft to the left at the entrance to the wormhole. The UAP appears to be hitting the Nimitz aircraft with an electromagnetic pulse that charged the IR detector array fan out on the back of the array causing it to saturate. The image observed shows the fan out behind the array in the frame. He claims he doesn't know what the Nimitz aircraft did to the UAP that would be considered hostile by the craft. He says he observed a frame where there were two IR sensor display images on top of each other with one slightly askew from the other. He says he feels suspicious there is more footage than they recorded during this event that was not released based on verbal hearsay evidence of former Navy personnel. So he claims that the image that was released by the Pentagon to the public, that there were certain things taken out to not give away the technology that was utilized because one of the specific things that the pilot said was that they did not observe any observable or any um, exhaust, which means there was no temperature changes. The craft remained cool. No, basically what they're talking about with the wormholes is imagine being stationary totally stationary and then around you opening fields of gravity to push you in the directions that you wanted like being able to turn on a dime so yeah. if i put one of these things behind me it would propel me forward and then i would open one off to the right of me so that way when i hit that it bing and then it would you know you'd be moving yeah pushed by gravity at those times so that would be what it was and if they're saying that the time dilation moves slower maybe that 60 mile jump moving that fast was more that time was delayed enough around the fighter jet because an EMP blast you think would do far more than just limited erase something like it would have damaged some some instruments yeah they're totally run on electricity and EMP blast that thing would have gone down 
Well, no, he's saying that they that the craft emitted an EMP blast at to the attack the jet. That's what I mean. If the jet were hit with an EMP blast, it would well not destroy the jet. They the were aiming at the carrier, the Nimitz. Oh, it says that it was emitting a blast towards the Nimitz, not the not the jets. Okay, yeah, and so they're but that's what he's saying that appears to be emitted from the video is that in the unadult uh, unedited I guess un whatever you want to you know the raw footage they then he's saying that there is you can see something appear there Hmm. in the negative in the original footage Hmm. so and once again I'll I'll put you know these links in the show notes so that way you guys can check it out but um, you know, if you go on there, it's a fairly you can find it the to the scars to the stars academy of arts and science. They have a video of this. You can find it on YouTube. So there's plenty of areas that you can find this video that you can. But to me, in the video, I it just looked like they were tracking a craft. I couldn't mm. have said, oh, there was a wormhole. And but he's claiming also no, the that the video technology isn't what you'd think. Like Star yeah. Trek, like it's not like <laughs> well, of course, yeah. a thing goes and it's like it's whoa. just like almost like an energy disturbance. It's like a yeah, subtle. It's a condensing yeah. of gravity. Yeah, like I said, just gravity spouts every which way. Like yeah. if you're standing here, whichever direction you want to go, instead of just going like how we would think a movement, just you know, walk forward or blow something out our ass it's the opposite way it's something to push us so you'd open the wormhole and push and then you'd go somewhere else and it'd be pushing you it'd just be like getting sprayed by a fire hose how you spray it and it pushes something in that direction so you're allowing gravity yeah you're moving exclusively on gravity while having your own anti-gravity technology so that way it lessens your g-force so you're having the wormhole open up propel you forward from gravity not actual fuel source that's why there's no infrared sources on it yeah and we do know about footage and stuff like that that magnetism and stuff like if you you can erase stuff that's magnetized like that like old vhs tapes and shit like that you'd fuck them up with magnets yeah uh so i assume that it would be something more to that lines rather than an actual emp thing for footage but yeah hmm. well that's what he's not sure of He's uh, this guy is try apparently trying to get a hold of the original footage. He he put in a request for their for the actual footage because I guess like he said he's fairly certain that the footage that's been released to the public has been altered in some way. Which yeah, which uh, would not, not be surprising at all. At all. Yeah, of course, yeah. So that leads to the O'Hare International Airport saucer so this um from north carolina chicago's o'hare international airport united airline airlines employee on the tarmac noticed a dark gray metallic craft hovering over the gate over gate c17 uh that day a total of 12 united employees and a few witnesses outside the airport spotted the saucer shaped craft around 4:15 p.m. and this was back in uh, 2006 okay the witnesses say it hovered for about 5 minutes 
before shooting upward where it broke a hole in the clouds, <laughs> enough that pilots and mechanics could see the blue sky. The news report became the most read story on the Chicago Tribune's website to date and made international news. However, because the UFO was not seen on radar, the FAA called it a weather phenomena and declined the investigation. <laughs> yeah. Anything else shows up in any airspace, whether it shows up on radar or not, we're checking it out. Yeah, exactly. So that's, great. that's also same thing. Wormhole technology, right there. Yeah, they would have yeah. opened up the gravity spout right below and boosh. Yep. Straight so up. So witnesses described a completely silent six to twenty-four feet in diameter, dark gray in color craft. Several independent witnesses outside the airport also saw the object. Did you say six? Two twenty-four feet. Six to twenty-four feet. That is a huge difference. Huge difference. Now, here is something that they have said: is that it is unless you are familiar and educated in distances and geom- well, with no geom- reference point. No, no reference. It is almost impossible to determine something size when it is above you, mm-hmm. and so that is. That is something that a reason why they say that, you know, a lot of eyewitness accounts are some of the most unreliable because of the fact that, uh, well, you'd need to have something like you'd need to, a plane was right next to this thing at the exact same distance away from you. So you'd be like, oh, okay, it was twice the plane. And you can be like, oh, okay, that means it was this big Yeah, at this distance. That's the way it would appear. But yeah, with you looking up in the sky with no backdrop, no nothing to gauge distance. So the National Aviation Reporting Center on Anomalous Phenomena, or NARCAP, published a 155-page report on the sighting and has called for a government inquiry in improved energy sensing technologies. Quote, any time an airborne object can hover for several minutes over a busy airport but not be registered on radar or seen visually from the control tower constitutes a potential threat to flight safety. Very true. End quote. Which means that we would need to be able to I don't know. Instead of going for, you'd have to be able to measure magnetic waves mm-hmm. in real time. Yeah. Well, it's it's very interesting because um, that that's very very similar to the the other incident of the turnpike. In in that there were numerous people that saw something. However, this was midday. They could determine that there was a craft as opposed to the other one was at night with red lights and they claim that it was flares. This is during the day they actually saw a craft hover there for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That makes a big difference. That's a very big difference. That's a lot of time for to be like, hey, yeah, you seen this? But once again, once again, though, there is no evidence of this including to the fact that there is there was nothing on radar so it's very interesting whether it was on radar or not i know that the airport has a lot of video footage a lot of it everywhere none there's none. so if the fact that the federal the faa declined to investigate Exactly, which means there was, n- if they had the footage, there was no way for them to get around, so there's no option but to decline. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. Well, and you know it's not going to be a criminal investigation, so there's no reason for the FBI to, to, to request 
footage from them. There's no reason for a civilian agency. If anybody was going to request federal, information from him, it would be the CIA, and they would yeah. just take it. Yeah. Exactly. They would take it and tell you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. And they would. They would be like, oh, okay, so yeah. we don't want, you know. What would it take? What, what what would it take for, would it take all 12 employees going to the airport and saying, we want to know? Or, because that's what they're saying. They're uh, saying that 12 of these that, employees saw it. I think and then the CIA would get involved if it was government cover-up. If not, I still see in a larger area like Chicago, they might just fire all 12 might be cheaper and more cost effective oh. just to fire them good point take your severance packages you guys can go off with no facts and speculate all you want in whatever books you want to write we confirmed or denied nothing yeah good point yeah that would be the way i'd handle it <laughs> what can cbd really do for you relieve anxiety ease pain Hi, this is Ben with Clarkston CBD Company. We specialize in CBD, making it simple and easy to find the perfect CBD blend for you. Talk to us about your health goals and learn how CBD works in the body and how it can benefit you. Come in today or call ahead for pickup or delivery. 208-790-8226. We specialize in CBD. Clarkston CBD Company, 408th Street across from Walmart. Stay healthy. Well, I mean, that's generally the response from a lot of places, you know, agencies and whatnot, to mm-hmm. to cover it up as they get rid of people. It's because they're uh, you know, that's that's where the term whistleblower came yeah. from. Is you had people that were willing to blow the whistle on their, you know, mm-hmm. bite the hand that feeds, if you will. And like I said, it was all fine and dandy back then when this all started, but at the point where we're at, the government is it's too one sided. And once again, you know, we can point back to this is if you look at alien craft and you think about our technology versus an an advanced civilization that could potentially be thousands of years ahead of us, mm-hmm. they're not going to use, in my opinion, they're not going to, they're going to be way beyond generic metallic objects. They're going to be pure energy. Mm-hmm. I mean... That, thousands that would of years directly depend on the evolutionary scale they follow for those well and there's a lot of speculation years. like if they you know we've talked about this before depending on what type of technology they started with mm-hmm. you know we started with fossil fuels they're obviously working with gravity you know clearly something so, that were was in science fiction which we're now exploring well and there is if you go back to ancient cultures and you think about some of the theories involving how the pyramids were made how these gigantic structures mm-hmm. these monoliths were put together there's these theories of you know energy synchronized energy with mind and sound to break down molecules to actually levitate you know, we've talked about the ability to, if you know the relationship of every, which is hard to believe they would in a, what we consider a primitive. Well, it's only primitive in the, far, in the parts of our our terms of civilization. Because they didn't have smartphones. Well, because they were willing to say, execute this person for such a minor crime. Yeah. Or do this automatically backwards savages. But the, the idea that they were in such in tune with the earth. Just and saying, that they, we don't do that and look where we are population control well, think about Well, think about the idea of mages and wizards and mm. things like that. What if, to obviously the the average man they were magicians and wizards exactly. and mages because they couldn't possibly understand that if you 
if you have a relationship with not only okay so monks have a relationship with their whole body where they can control every aspect of their body from their breathing to their heart rate mm. everything to get their body to manipulate their body to do whatever they want now you take that one step further and you start to apply that to your environment mm-hmm. okay now you can draw from if if the ether is a real thing and they could tap into that mm-hmm as humans, if you if you had energy, if you were connected so much in your whole body to the earth, utilizing the energy, that's the whole Chinese chakra belief. Exactly. being able to access those things. Now, so. if you take that and you can manipulate objects mm-hmm. with that same power, now you're talking about the potential to move well, we're, uh, any object, and that could explain how they were able to build these gigantic structures. Well, the same thing, no different than the wormhole technology that's used in their yeah. ships. Yep, if yep. you would use, if you can move something like that that big a distance, you could, with crushing power, be able to make such smooth, compressed things. I mean, if all it takes is pressure and heat to turn a, a coal into a diamond, I mean, think about the same thing as far as these large pillars of stone. If they were been crushed or utilized with, say, gravity tools or understanding and manipulation of gravity, there would be no tools to find. Yeah. Like, that's always the argument is, oh, well, we've checked through all these tombs and this and that, and they were buried with their most prized possessions. We didn't find a hammer. We didn't find any of the tools. Well, you... I mean, gravity is around. Maybe that's why they place these things at such certain locations is to harvest the ground's gravitational energy on a fault line. Sharks navigate the oceans with it. Work smarter, not harder. It's, you know, if you're doing that sort of thing and understanding that, maybe shaping that, maybe that would be the concept of mages as well. The ability to find a way to manipulate uh, gravity. Yeah. And if that is what this advanced culture came down and started teaching certain people, but it wasn't the popular belief, so that's why it was and labeled paganism and stuff through as yeah. you went, or these archaic and you know occult worship things, but they would be the ones that wouldn't be too afraid to delve into such heresies. Well, because they want to control it, not they, necessarily because uh, yeah, they're it's not for the right reasons. Yeah. It's we've been told that you can unlock great power with these. The Bible tells you not to seek for this power or whatever. The forbidden fruit, even if we're wanting to use that as an analogy or for anything like that, so they sought after it. Therefore, they are saw as the bad ones. It's only when you see like oh the occult the only difference between hearing the word occult and devil worship is you know uh, based on your own religious preferences yeah is you know they're, oh they're Satan worshippers or whatever that's really a Christian or Catholic belief you wouldn't if you were absolutely didn't believe in any of these religions you'd be like oh look at these wackadoodles and robes <laughs> you know they're cutting sheep up or whatever yeah they're. Uh, Last time I checked, farmers do that to their stuff all the time, and it's not. It's called meat. <laughs> Be- because they did it with some candles lit in a robe, it's, <laughs> you know. Now all of a sudden, it's all crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but that farmer did it in a blood-covered shed. Yeah, no shit. So it's, you know, it's all those things. So it's really just what, if, say, some superior being came down, shared this with some people, like, go tell your people, and they went and told people. That could even be Jesus. That could even, you know, the abilities, the whole manipulation of gravity could uh, talk about walking on water. Yeah, you know, you'd be able to Good do that point. sort of thing. 
well, in or, Chinese or even, belief and Asian cultures, yeah. you'd see ninjas being able to run across Weller because they can hone their body's chakra. Yeah. Shit like that. It's always, it, whether it be in a cartoon form or whatever, it's scattered everywhere. What if it was just some teaching that people are like, that guy's fucking nuts. And he only was able to show a handful of people throughout generation after generation after generation, most of it lost. And these people haven't come back. Yeah. So it's easily, you know, it. all of it is just how you perceive it. And then who's, I guess, got the most charisma when they tell their story. Yeah. Because uh, everybody hated that guy, but he told the truth. <laughs> all these likable people lied. I bet you went with a lie. The Alex Jones of cave, right. of cave dwellers. Yeah. yeah. You know, some guy, it could be... Ah, oh, that's a terrible... Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> you know, shut up. No, it definitely wasn't that. It was, guys. It really was. And nope. So that's how history is written, based on what the popular culture believed. Well, be think ruled. about think about some of the ancient philosophers that... Like the, the one that said that... Uh, Everything rotated around the sun, not not the other way around. He was he was almost. I want to say he was executed for heresy, or at least mm -hmm. brought up for you know yeah. charges on it. And which just saying when we look at all these old cultures and wonder how they built such structures. If we're entertaining the idea of a manipulation of gravity, would it not make sense for all of these cultures to have looked out to the stars, the ultimate source of gravity, this delicate balance that our solar which they system all is, do. which they all fucking do. They all do. They all were able to track the stars, like just going to Maya and how closely accurate they were mm -hmm. for how long they had been gone. What if that is a greater understanding the way gravity worked at a time when they could barely seem to make clothes? Yeah. You know, they got loincloths. You guys are understanding gravity and being able to make this fucking building. I'm pretty sure the first guy to make a building in our culture had pants on. <laughs> so, you know, it's we focused on different things. We like to see ourselves, uh, you know, in America, oh, we're the more civilized culture. We have these creature conference. Look how good we live. Look how that. That doesn't mean we're better. That just means we're lazier. We That's don't have to go out and do these things. We lost skills being able to go to Walmart and buying them compared to some exactly. jungle culture that has to hunt nine animals to death to be able to make their family a pair of shoes. The power of belief has been measured. I mean, it has been measured in the fact of from placebos to the power of belief of being able to manipulate your surroundings. So if you take a person who at a time when you had a f very few options of things to occupy your time mm. and it was either working at a craft or to learn a craft or doing that craft for your entire life. You didn't you didn't bounce around from five no. or six different professions mm. in an ancient world. You yeah. were born with yeah. your a grandparents very few options. did this so we taught you yeah. to do this and now that's what Absolutely. you fucking do that's Absolutely. what we figured out or you how to make it to the end of life or you went and got an apprenticeship from somebody if you else if you have, were born yeah. a certain way to learn a different craft exactly. to, to build up your own mm -hmm. destiny but it was one thing you were either a, a blacksmith and that was it mm -hmm. Or you were an apprentice to be a blacksmith. There was no, like, oh, I'm a blacksmith today and I'll be a painter tomorrow. Mm. You had people like Da Vinci who were 
basically inventors and artists, but they were also batshit fucking crazy. And there was a lot of evidence to say that they were on massive amounts of hallucinogens. Mm. Massive. So if you are on mind-expanding drugs and you have a lot of time on your hands, I can only imagine what you could come up with. So Da Vinci... He was basically tapping into the future of, of I bl- things. I, I believe that one thing all of these advanced things are things where they did this. It was all discipline and all yeah. these cultures to where greatness like that was achieved. Okay, They had discipline. We do not have that here. Exactly. We do not at all have that. And when you think about that sort of thing, like uh, you go to a monk, the monastery, the 30 years of yep, giving yep. up Every, every other thing in your life focusing on your belief one thing yep yep and your discipline and then you might be able to achieve this and those two might. things combined the power of belief with the power of discipline that is what makes the big difference you can have a lot of discipline and still not be magical whereas if you believe in energy if you believe in power there is a lot of evidence to suggest that people had all kinds of crazy powers well and if you uh paid attention in last episode our friend mr c there yeah uh that these alleged bad aliens Mm -hmm. are trying to keep us down prevent us from that you would see that over the course of say the past thousand years that decline in discipline oh certainly so maybe that would be what it is is that's what we all have entertained the idea whether it not be in the extraterrestrial setup but that we would say become so technologically advanced or that we would bomb ourselves back to the stone age and shit like that uh you know maybe that's in a sense what they're kind of doing they're dumbing everybody down preventing everybody from doing these things manipulating these emotions and stuff like that to prevent you from having the discipline to further advance yourself yeah that that would be how that they would keep you down there and if we go into all religious standpoint that would be the whole battle for your immortal soul very yeah is one wants enlightenment they want you to better yourselves and go and the other one wants you to know take these get your instant gratification get this now it's fun it's good let's do this enjoy yourself give in to these urges and stuff and do that and so if that's what it is a metaphor for lack of discipline yeah then that could easily i mean and i don't i don't want to hear any of the religious people sit here and be like oh well that's just speculation it's a book of a thousand metaphors guys (laughs) okay i'm gonna use one to wrap it up yeah yeah well i'm pretty sure he'd want it that way the uh the what I found fascinating was the the commonality of the metaphor of demons and angels con- continuously coming up in the in the way the different races are described, the alien races. If you have a terrestrial reptilian race mm. that was either left here by design or left here for whatever reason is here, and then you have these angelic, quote-unquote, or light or energy beings mm-hmm. from the heavens, that explains a lot of the demon-angel mythology angel because, yeah. as we know, 
we tend to, if we're given, especially if you take a, a very superstitious, um, kind of lost society that's looking for purpose, and you tell them this story of an ever raging battle of good and evil involving demons and angels, mm. to like you had said, to kind of wrap up this metaphor for alien races that are actually involved in the the history of humans, mm-hmm. then like the UFO phenomena for the government today, it works as a fall guy. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be, you're always going to have people, even if they have an extraterrestrial experience, they're going to say, if they're religious, I saw an angel mm-hmm. or a ghost or whatever. And then, but what if it's an energy signature from these beings? We don't know. Like, like we've pointed out before, the technology is going to be so advanced, it will be virtually indistinguishable from magic we won't we won't even be able to compare it to any known technology understanding because all i'm saying is there's a lot of stuff that i can watch people do now and i like to feel i have a basic understanding of things that i can see that some people do now that i'm just like whoa i don't have any fucking clue how that went down yeah well i can't even wrap my mind around like that shit's that guy's a wizard (laughs) well yeah the people that can do like different magic things well and a lot of bodies. i don't know and i would really love to because uh i don't know did you ever see that uh, that silly goth fella uh chris angel oh yeah okay if any of that shit would have been like were to be legit within his capabilities yeah like he could do that does that not sound like a 100%, like maybe not to the degree of building a pyramid, but just imagine you were able to fucking do that. Like yeah. when he's like, oh, lay down, and then he's just got someone levitating. Anybody can come and fucking karate kick the all the shit under, no wires, whatever. Yeah. If something had a much better understanding of gravity and were able to manipulate stuff like that, just like lifting fucking giant bricks like that because lessened gravity yeah stuff like that being able to hover float whatever stuff like that it would be the same thing so if this guy just was using five percent more of his brain or some shit i don't know i i'm i i'm sure that it was more showmanship than anything but entertaining the idea that that stuff were to be within his actual wheelhouse of skills like i could just hey I figured out when I was six years old, I could hover from the couch to the kitchen. I was just like, and then I was there. I'm like, oh, that's not something people learn. Well, people have described seeing people like David Blaine Mm. do street magic where they are. In fact, he was on Joe Rogan and even Rogan was like, we watched him. We were three feet away from him and we can't figure out that there were people holding him. Mm. They, they talked about these two guys holding each one of his arms. His sleeves were rolled up, mm. and somehow he got a card under the watch band of a guy that wasn't holding him hmm. in the room. So That's pretty crazy. It is. So there's all these instances of these street magic performers that clearly have this concept of perception that what we perceive they're able to manipulate that Mm. even in scenarios that we think are impossible but clearly if you Mm. want to be in the realm of physics and reality they have to be it has to be sleight of hand it Mm. otherwise 
and otherwise that's not you to say and that's not to say that some like the original of the craft way back whenever magic decided to start magician yeah uh that maybe it was in fact real skill mm-hmm. and then as human nature to be envious uh well i could i well look i can also do that but i do it like this yeah and so you can't have magical abilities i can do it and i'm not fucking magical yeah and so was born the whole sleight of hand the whole street magicians kind of pickpocketing oh look i've got your wallet i slipped this card in there no you picked my you picked my fucking pocket jackass (laughs) is what you did and uh, i know how much money i had what if they have people okay the same idea that you have a a group of people Mm. these magicians that dedicate themselves the same way ancient monks Mm -hmm. dedicated themselves to a craft and to focusing their mind on a task now Mm -hmm. what if they tap into this realm where they understand the relationship of elements Mm-hmm. and energy to actually core basis of the planet be able to manipulate into. time okay. and space to make it appear as though they are not moving even though they are because otherwise mm-hmm. how do you explain a guy who has his hands being held by two people mm-hmm. sleeves up no cards in hand they have a deck. Somebody else is holding a deck. They, they He signs it. They shuffle the deck. And then the guy finds the card folded up under his wristband in the in the room. Not one of the two gentlemen be holding him. And it never appears as though the guy, uh, David Blaine, moves. Mm-hmm. That, to me, says the possibility for there to be manipulation of time and space. Okay, so based on the same time dilation explanation from earlier mm-hmm. so if that were to be a sense like okay so david blaine's all huddled over here mm-hmm. two guys holding him boom somehow can manipulate this gravity sense time dilates in the room i don't know what how big you can do this i i can't imagine it's just like an intro they were body. like three feet away from him they what were i there, i just mean that him. if he could condense the gravity to be to ha- cause this time dilation in the room yeah to where because he has trained his mind and whatever to be able to handle this weird time dilation or because he caused it or whatever mechanics go into it uh that everybody else was almost frozen in time and then all he had to do was like walk over take the card out put it in dude's sleeve walk back and be like all right <laughs> let's get back into place and something like that you know sort of deal like yeah if if in that sense and i propose another idea if that would be a true thing like some people just have these abilities that either a like i said in the envious human nature we had haters if you want to call it uh tried to disprove their craft and then was born the common magician's thing which is just for entertainment purposes and that could easily also have been some sort of anti-advancement type movement to where if these people are enlightening themselves and being able to move closer to this next step that whatever you want to call it, uh, the enlightenment for the next stage of whatever, uh, that these other magicians are keeping the secret by muttering up 
the thing like you go and see a magician 400 years ago and you're like that guy's a fucking wizard we told stories about him worldwide everybody knew this guy he was the guy that could fucking conjure storms and make volcanoes erupt and whatever and then so now you've got millions of magicians throughout the planet and now instead of thinking hey remember that guy that could do that cool shit oh you mean that guy that performed in vegas yeah you know shit like that maybe it's just like a good cover story well similar to the ufo mythology if Mm -hmm. if that is you know there's a lot of evidence to suggest that most of what we see is technology of ours especially if it's a an actual physical metallic craft only because that's what we do that's what we do and i really think that's what that's the realm we're still in as opposed to an ancient or an alien civilization that's able to travel the cosmos is not going to travel in a tin can the only contradiction i would have to that is if at least what we're able to see and know and explore of what's floating around in our chunk of space is dirt and metals that's what's on everything so cosmically being able to move to all these different celestial bodies who knows if just some certain precious metals haven't made it here which just ended up scattered in that neck of the woods we got steel and titanium and that all of what's in our wheelhouse and then they live on a planet that was you know 99% gold or some shit and maybe you know the and you know there's always that old legend to King Midas everything he touched turned to gold and you know for all you know that also could have been an alien race yeah (laughs) you know some race that was touching gold and then was hunted down to extinction for their abilities or whatever and now gold's a precious commodity throughout the universe well think about the quantum mechanics theory that at any given moment anything is possible Mm -hmm. okay so the the concept that you take that to a controllable level of people that can understand that relationship and therefore manipulate the energies around particles Which to a molecular level if you, if you can do that God. then that's you well you would be able to manipulate elements if which I that's like where four protons to, to air you'd have gold just well there you go added this many protons to it bing king midas there you go you could literally and this is what you were talking about Mm -hmm. if you could understand the ether and be able to manipulate and have whatever you needed come out of thin air that would in the sense be what you're talking about being able to affect things on a molecular level like in a science proposal you would have to know exactly what combination of what atoms and what you would need to pull from the ether to make something well, and As now imagine just instantly being able to draw from it. Imagine practicing from the earliest moments of your life where you're able to apply discipline to the idea of reaching out and sensing these energies. Exactly. Just reaching out, becoming one with your world, and eventually being able to actually touch or or at least utilize these energies to and they're now, idolized in every culture what if that Gods, comes superheroes exactly. you know and you go to 
any ancient Asian culture. Oh, the samurai that you couldn't even tell. He'd pull his sword out and he would cut four people down. That sounds yeah. like the same time dilation you're talking about. Exactly. You know, if he was just like, oh, okay, I got to do it. Just in different ways. Foof, 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 foof. And then be like, all right, I'm done already. You didn't even see me move because, yeah. ha ha. So I think that there is some... Clearly, there's no evidence to support this, but I do believe that there is some validity to the concept that if you have an uh, an absolute hold on a relationship between your energy that makes you human, that makes you who you are, and the relationship of that to everything around you down to a molecular level and i don't know what's but i just know that if 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 people dedicate hard enough and believe hard enough placebos are a thing that can manifest in a physical reaction mind over manner has been correct time and time again so if everything is shrimp skewers through their forearm so while they measure their brain's reaction to pain and nothing happens nothing so if you can manipulate your body with that same energy but you apply that to your environment I think I think magic is possible and therefore if you have a race that has that has taken that concept and and built an entire civilization on that <laughs> to the one founding goal to explore I think literally the universe is your limit that's that's it i mean you could travel anywhere you want you could go anywhere you want it's so crazy you, to think of how it could have split between so many different beliefs over time yeah like when you think about native american principles right mm-hmm. uh how we've discussed in old episodes that there's a lot of ufo sightings and yeah. stuff above them yep. and native american cultures. well and they believe they in the also, spirit children a lot of them happen to be placed on places with a larger magnetic signature exactly but that aside these would be the ones applying this yeah. to the environment you know oh, all about mother nature always about that always the shamanism yeah uh as compared to when you think about the traditional elemental mage uh it would be destructive elemental forces yeah. something we see to be a kind of in the sense that when we're looking at these different alien races being able to do they're using it for their own personal game rather than for a planetary scale so maybe that would be the split is those that chose that same path for self selfless reasons and those that chose to exclusively make themselves more powerful straight up star wars motherfucker (laughs) we got the sith to the jedi well and now now you take and you take several theories and combine them into one you take quantum mechanics you take subquantum kinetics, which is the the new physics, basically. Mm. You take quantum entanglement, mm. and now you apply that to travel. So now, okay, so and then the theory of seeding. So now, what if uh, now we know on Earth that there are numerous ancient ruins and um, structures that are, like you had said, built on energy area like ley lines that cross over. What their okay. energy? Now what? Now wait. Now what if? What if you have? where in our world you have what seems to be coordinated structures Hmm. to focus on energy now what if all that energy is being pulled together through these structures and now through quantum entanglement you have another world that does the same thing and now these two energies are combined so now you have a race that is has seeded all these worlds and connected them all through quantum entanglement and mm. these energies the same style that's the that principle you have on Earth. of 
Norwegian mythology. Yeah, that see? would be exactly what uh, Asgard. Yep. Guardians of the Nine Realms. Yeah, exactly. That's what and they And there did. is a lot. Of, there's the Just there's the theory real, dude, of the Go back and watch the fucking the Avengers movies, oh, yeah. man. Go back oh, and watch yeah. just the Thor ones. Just in the early ones when they're going from place to place, yeah. fighting in wars to keep overall galactic yeah. peace. Yep. That's the similar concept. To them, to them, it would be very simple. It would be simply imbuing these elements with energy, these mm. structures, building them in areas that that draw energy from the earth naturally, and then therefore you are powering your own signal system, well, your well, communication system. If we go with system. the same theme of Ancient the walkie-talkies, if you will. If we go with the same theme of the night of this manipulation of gravity. Yeah. Okay. We don't know Stonehenge. Those are giant-ass pillars. Similar concept to that. We know they're on these fault lines and stuff with extra magnetic signatures and stuff. And like you're talking connected. What if it just requires somebody with the ability to manipulate the the gravity there? What if it is what it looks like like well we've just never been able to figure out how it works we think it's a portal of some kind or something what if it just requires the intense uh, magnetic dilation to where it boom thickens time goes slower so you're able to see the stuff that is lost in our general wheelhouse of frequency being able to see yeah. because time is moving too fast if we think about how things are in constant influx if you slow down time like vibration would you not be able to see yeah a little more of those things. So maybe that is the like key to being able tape, to manipulate like a really the fast ether. Audio track exactly. slowed down so being, you can understand it. Yeah. Being able to move at your normal speed but it be perceived by everybody yeah. else to be movementless. Like you're just moving so fast it can't even be perceived. Yeah. If you're slowing stuff down, we always look at it the concept of like ooh slow motion or a bird is stopped or whatever. What about the random influxes of energy that are going on and what we discuss with this ether. So if you're able to cause a gravitational time dilation, maybe that's how you would then be able to pick out what you'd need from the ether. An ability to slow it down because if it's in such a constant turmoil and chaos of influx, there's no way that you'd just be able to at random grab some stuff. So if it's in a slowed down time like that, if you're able to do that, maybe that intense gravitational field would be what would activate, say, Stonehenge or any of these other portals. Because they're all such large structures that all we can't figure out. We just we don't know how you put them there. I have no fucking idea. All gravity, if we're discussing it with everything else in this episode, then if gravity is used to make them because when gravity is used for these time dilations and the manipulation for all these different things, that would, I would have to assume, be something to do with the key to these portals. Well, that's why, leading back to these previous sightings that we were talking about, that, to me, that's the biggest reason, that's the biggest cue to me that it's our own technology, is that you, in dealing with ancient civilizations, thousands of years old, the idea is that they were able to manipulate their environment using the Earth's natural energies, mm. signatures, frequencies, whatever you want to call it, and tap into that to make up for a lack of tools and technology mm. that we have now to manipulate their environment. Without harming the planet. Exactly. So we now we have exchanged that, that in terms of 
we 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 give up Industry. our natural yeah. connection to energy for convenience mm-hmm. and therefore have lost the ability to utilize natural technology without safely drawing from the planet yep. so we have to energies. use external energy sources We're external hollowing fuel. out because oh that makes a lot of sense on why we as a culture decided to start digging up oil mm-hmm. digging up coal hollowing out the planet destroying these natural resources the only things we were taught far enough back when they did draw their energy from the earth is that, oh how'd you do that grandpa well well it's from the earth the earth gives us this mm-hmm. and then some corrupt little shit that was raised wrong grew up to design the first oil drill or some shit yeah. i don't know yep. and then that that just became the more common way and as more and more people the less uh enlightened people there were to draw from it and it's been counterbalanced yep there's always there's this idea that simply walking barefoot through nature is a very connective experience to your world. That alone, that very, very small signature of relationship between you, your physical being, and the ground beneath you, you take that and you expand on that to... A discipline and an ability to to actually manipulate that relationship and you have elemental energy elemental power you have the potential like you had said to manipulate gravity and all kinds of things so it's it's amazing to think that you know what we consider primitive ancient civilizations are actually actually advanced ancient civilizations that found a way to manipulate their environment with the earth's natural energies to accomplish these goals to man- to move these massive structures build these massive structures to thousands of years later we still can't figure out how to do it you know once again it's all speculative uh you know as far as that goes, there's no evidence like you had said, but the the idea that there is virtually no tools found yep. to explain how they moved these gigantic blocks, how mm-hmm. they made these gigantic structures, still to this day we have no idea. Because and the we're fact not that they were gravity, we're it seems lasers, standard traditional tools. Yeah, and it seems to be that they were coordinated around the world to be a part of this energy network. And that if you take the idea of cell towers and you apply that to natural Earth's energy and frequency, and you have certain places around the world where these energies meet, and therefore you have a focus of a structure that pulls that natural energy and focuses it so that that way it's utilized almost like a power plant if you will Mm -hmm. utilizing natural minerals natural rock that's conducive or conductive to these energies if they knew all of that i mean their connection to the sky in ancient civilizations the fact that they they could map out the solar system the way that they did in ancient times when they only had their naked eye is crazy so now you you take that knowledge and you apply that to the world around you i i just think that the possibilities are endless as far as what they were able to do and like we had talked about the whole flood thing 
of the potential for this water that happened that shrunk that that sunk these ancient civilizations that could have potentially you know risen to whatever um anyways it's it, it's it's really i think it's fascinating to think about the idea that this ancient technology could have been used obviously the ancient astronaut theory is a big one but but uh i just think it's extremely interesting all the different metaphors that you could try and relate to mm-hmm. any of these different conspiracies yeah and really how uh, we w- we can never know we can never truly know what the intentions were of these structures we no, can only we can speculate, speculate on based everything. on the writings that are there but we have no idea well, and that's no no telling to whether that was just lost in translation exactly unless you were there to hear it out of whatever whoever or whatever's mouth exactly so, like can you imagine that maybe like okay just entertain this crazy principle that all these focal points are there saying all the major parts of the world I don't know, maybe not how we have the countries or all the world divided up now, but maybe if you look back at a time like, I don't know, before Pangea, through all these shifts, whatever, if all these focal points were in specific spots, also no saying that any weren't swallowed or anything like that. There's underwater pyramids, I'm sure. Oh, tons. And there's so roads. There's whole cities. There's, I mean, it's... So then if it's we're undeniable. entertaining that all these principles in the concept that we would all have to come together as one uh, whole to achieve this enlightenment, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what if based on these skills we're talking about, about these, this ability to tap into this, what if we would have to be able to do that from all the individual cultures at all these points and it would be like a whole crazy metaphor, like it would transport the thing. Like when you hear the concept of religion, that this life doesn't matter, the next life. If the, we uh, are, could easily have been the ones that just put life to that. What if they were like, oh, this world doesn't matter. You know, the next world will be this. And we were put here uh, to see if we could collaborate in that. Like what if we were a part of some galactic federation like you're talking about? we were taken put here maybe that's why we're oh every other rock around us is all dead and we're like oh we can't be the only one maybe you were put in the corner (laughs) maybe you guys were put in the fucking corner so that way you guys could figure out how to get along and when that happens i don't know through whatever manipulation of these focal points maybe it's i don't know a beacon flips on in dad's room and he's like oh they're ready to come out yeah and then we rejoin or whatever in that sense, maybe that would be the metaphor for needing to come together and then the next world, which we've misconstrued for heaven to be the next life, live this entire life in dedication of that rather than in dedication of seeking the enlightenment uh, to be able to do that, that the, it, the next world would just be uh, wherever everyone else is, yeah, not in the corner. <laughs> not in the corner yeah. like, okay you can come out join the party well going from some credible sightings which you know pretty much like we had said the only thing that makes them credible is that they haven't been debunked yet but I think there's I think there's reason to believe that the reason that we see the craft the way we see it is that it is us playing with technology that we are just we're just now getting into gravitational 
manipulation finally focusing finally on gravity and that, <laughs> and that we you know we just can't even believe it because obviously we've been told lies but well and, and the problem for a lot of that i think is that for so long it's been science fiction so it's almost treated with a cartoon like exactly. aspect exactly. That when which you, I think is by design I really it, do and it easily could have been at the time they didn't want people looking at this so they put it in cartoons and yeah. shit like that so that way nerdy dudes fantasized about stuff like that and then they were like oh yeah it's just those nerds Yep, because that was the age when nerds were looked down upon now, now they run it that's right <laughs> well speaking of nerdy dudes um, talking about shit that's us. So thank you again for joining in on a wonderful episode of UFO No, and we hope this one uh, tickled your cockles real good. And hopefully we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next episode pretty much every Saturday. Tune on in um, for another wonderful for, for this for what we're doing for now this. for this this if you like this that's oh right lucky day we'll do it again <laughs> yippee <laughs> once again hey everybody uh thanks for listening and make sure and share the episode check us out on facebook follow us ufo no podcast and um that's it we're out mike bye watch out for those uh the government they're shysty bastards peace <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs>